Hi, this is Leslie. Welcome to the Walnut Women podcast, where we like to discuss topics through the lens of God's Word. In this episode, Alice, Narrell, and Vanessa join me as we talk about spiritual motherhood and the important role spiritual mothers have played in our lives. Okay, so this is, we're in the month of May, and we just celebrated Mother's Day. And um, the icebreaker question I'd like to ask you guys is to describe one attribute of your mom that has rubbed off on you. Um, for me, I think one attribute that definitely has rubbed off is like meticulousness. Like my mom is very detail oriented and um, very precise and that definitely has rubbed off on me for better or for worse. <laughs> yeah. 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 But especially in your the dental field, right? Like you have to be meticulous. Yeah. yeah, it helps. <laughs> and are you are you also that way around your house too? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> you borderline OCD sometimes. The older I get, the worse it gets. <laughs> but it's nice because then I can like talk to her about it and she understands mm-hmm. where I'm coming from and she could like speak from her wisdom mm-hmm. yeah cool. may I add something too because even like a uh, giving instruction because yeah. I'm the I have the benefit to be the patient uh, to both uh, and, and Meryl <laughs> a dental and, patient yeah it's like oh wow every time I go to them start from Auntie Mary I always get all this like a thorough instruction and she gives so clearly and so when when Meryl start you know practicing there and then I start seeing her I was like wow this is just amazing it's you know I expect exactly exact the same thing you know like nothing less you know from Meryl when it comes to instruction you know from like you know her mom so that's great yeah 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 Okay, Auntie Alice, you can share next. Okay, well, I think for me is uh, my mom's, uh, I should say, self-discipline and self-control in a way, because she is um, always very um, into, I would say, um, self-control in her ways of, uh, (laughs) you know, working out or upkeeping herself, you know, whether it is um, having um, source of resources to converse with people or uh, in ways of um, keeping herself mentally emotionally mm. and physically fit I mean I cannot say I'm really can meet up her standard but I think that in a certain way that I am very much like her and that has mm. rubbed up on me that I also want to be have that exercise that self-control but of course I'm still not at that point yet where she is at so I'm still working really hard to to reach her point but she's like you know, really good in doing that, of keeping herself. That's, that's mm-hmm. amazing. It's great to have self-discipline and self-control. I love yeah. those attributes. For me, I was thinking, okay, I was thinking that my mom, like, loves to laugh, and I feel like I also love to laugh. Like, mm-hmm. we just like to joke around, and I feel like I appreciate, just like my family in general, just, like, we just like to like, have fun and just, like, laugh together. Um, so I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's from me too. Mm. Yeah. I feel like Kevin fits in right, right with you. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Very much so. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Aww, that's really encouraging to hear. 
She has a lot of joy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the first thing that came to my mind uh, about what attribute of my mom has rubbed off of me, I think it really showed when I became, when I was married and then also when I became a mom myself, Mm -hmm. Uh, it's the attribute of always wanting to offer food to people who come through our doors, but more specifically, fruits. Mm. Um, It's just like the thing, we always had a variety of fruits in our house. We never, you know, it never went empty. And then seriously, every time someone came to our house, she would offer food. If it wasn't in form of like a meal, it was always fruits. And I really thought about how Um, I grew up not just seeing my mom do this, but I saw her six sisters doing this and (laughs) my grandma. So as a kid, I feel like, man, I was surrounded by a lot of women uh, doing this act. So it's almost like a second nature of like a love language of how to um, treat people when they come into your home. So that, I don't know what attribute, I don't know, being hospitable, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thanks for sharing, everyone. Um, our topic today in honor of um, this month is on spiritual motherhood. Mm-hmm. And actually, we uh, heard about this in the sermon um, yesterday. Um, I think what I wanted to talk about is how spiritual mothers have um, played a role in our lives as we are one body in Christ. We have access to many members and we have our own biological moms, but God has given us moms within the body. And I think Mm -hmm. that we can call them our spiritual moms. So um, let's just first talk about, let's just define it. Um, why, why did God give us spiritual mothers and what do they do? Mm-hmm. All right, I can start us off. Um, spiritual mother, when it first comes to my mind, is the image of uh, someone who is willingly, or I would just say willingly, give her life, her time, herself to other women or other people, I should say, especially in the church community that, uh, I would say a woman who is willing to share her life with other women, okay, younger or older or other people. And um, I should say as well that uh, that she's sacrificial with her time. She's sacrificial with her, her just herself, you know, that she's willing to open herself up humbly and using her past experience um, to encourage and comfort those uh, who are uh, walking through the same difficulty that she did in the past and she's willing to share those experiences and she's willing to um, encourage um, the people that are uh, are having these difficulties at this time uh, to look to God and to remember uh, the gospel what Jesus has done for mm-hmm. them and how they can be built up through this process and how they can be encouragement to others even mm-hmm. within when they are in this difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so to me, I just see that it's, it's, it's a mentor, it's a, mm-hmm. a mother, it's a, you know, um, just a loving sister who is willing to give herself to God's people for God's purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think sometimes when we think of this concept of spiritual motherhood, like, um, we have this, like, ideal of, like, 
an older woman just like sitting down like something that's very structured mm-hmm. but I think a lot of times like when I think of people who I've like benefited from it's a lot of times it's like it's not structured it's just like living life alongside of them or just giving people a picture into what your life is like and that includes the messiness of life mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um when I really think about it, I think it's a privilege. Like, I don't think your biological mom should be excluded from being your spiritual mom. Oh, yeah, for Even sure. When, I think when we grow up, like, especially like in high school or college, we're always like, well, I want to be like discipled by someone, you know? But mm. as I was thinking about this, I was like, man, like, it's like a tremendous privilege if you could be able to call like your biological mom, your spiritual mom, because... You have eyes into her life that no one else has. You know, you see her faults, her strengths. You see right. how she deals with things day in and day out. And no one knows you more intimately than your your mom, you know. And mm-hmm. I think now when I'm a mom, like we always say like, oh, our house or our kids are like our primary disciples or disciples. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking like, man, like when I grow up, I like hope that my kids would be able to say like, you know, my mom, she like... Mm-hmm faithfully discipled me you know mm-hmm. and um yeah I'm really thankful that you know like I could call my mom like my sister in Christ and mm-hmm. um yeah I think it's just a beautiful thing to to have that privilege mm-hmm. yeah well <clears throat> I was um reading this article that was talking about this topic and what I really liked is how I think in this this time in this culture where we have like really quick access to all kinds of knowledge and access to great teachers mm-hmm. and great um, mm-hmm. blog posts or podcasts. I think that we're tapping in to like the areas of interest that we have and we might listen to male speakers and teachers, but we might also listen to female ones. Mm-hmm. And I think that like we fill ourselves with so much knowledge, but Mm -hmm. how many of us can say we actually know a woman who Mm -hmm. is walking faithfully in her life, following and being obedient to the Lord. And we Mm -hmm. know her well enough where we can imitate her ways through Mm -hmm. those daily tasks, how Mm -hmm. to interact with, how to treat your husband, how Mm -hmm. to treat Mm -hmm. and engage with your kids. Like how many of those women do we actually know? Mm-hmm. Um, and and to further, like to go beyond knowing them, to be able to receive from them, like when we are going through a time of need, like can we receive like the comfort and the loving nurture and encouragement of those mm-hmm. women? Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that, yeah, like we, we, here we are, we strive to know more, but I think what we really need is, a woman's shepherding care. And I think spiritual motherhood is just a woman shepherding God's flock, being faithful to, um, yeah, just shepherd the hearts of those, which includes her own children, but it also includes the body of Christ and also unbelievers. Part of that Mm -hmm. word can be evangelistic. What Mira was saying, like, um, disciple, or like discipleship or like spiritual motherhood doesn't have to be like, structured um it could be um but i think a lot of times it is like just welcoming them um into like your home and i think i remember when i was in college um uh, like a pastor's wife at the church she just like 
she knew that like I wanted to like learn how to sew and so and like she knew how to like sew and like use her sewing machine so she just invited me over to her house and she was like teaching me and her kids were just like you know with us and like you know just like learning alongside of us Mm -hmm. and um I think I think I just like spent a lot of time at her house and like I got to see like how she um yeah, like, how she treated her kids, and, like, how she, like, you know, if they had through a tantrum, like, how she would respond, mm-hmm. um, and so I think, yeah, like, in the messiness of, like, the light, like, of your life, like, you see, like, like, a real life, like, display of the gospel, and not just, mm-hmm. like, what you were saying, like, just, like, knowledge, because um, we, like, get so much knowledge, like, all the time, but I think it was, like, really mm-hmm. precious, like, being able to, like, see, like, oh, wow, like, this is how she would actually, like, react, mm-hmm. or, um, yeah, just, like, how she would be, like, in um, specific situations, mm-hmm. um, and I think, yeah, I feel like, you know, since, like, high school, college, and, like, even now, I feel like there have been so many women who, like, I see their examples of just, like, I think one, like, was just, like, she, um, I think I learned a lot about, like, not, uh, or kind of, like, um, controlling, like, your tongue and, like, not mm-hmm. gossiping, mm-hmm. Um, I could see, like, because something had happened, I, I was just curious, you know, I was just, like, asking her about mm-hmm. it, and I think, like, like, to me, like, I think my natural instinct would just be, like, oh, I'll just share with you, right, but I think for her, like, she had, like, discernment to be, like, no, I'm gonna, like, I refrain from sharing details with you, mm-hmm. and I feel like that, like, really encouraged me and, like, gave me, like, a clear example and, like, kind of, like, mm-hmm. like, a path, like, kind of, like, mm-hmm. guiding me, like, this is how, like, you know, we can exercise like self-control with our tongue um exactly and that was like I was like wow like that's like so odd because like you could read about that but I was like I actually saw her like live it out and like give yeah. me an example of that and that was like super encouraging for me um so I always think about her when like I have like things to share now I'm like okay like is this like necessary you know just like learning yeah. from her and stuff mm-hmm. um so I feel like yeah I feel like I've been really blessed like um in the past and like right now just like with a lot of women just like being willing to like open their lives to me and like share just like you know their past experiences but also like how they live their life like right now Mm -hmm. um and it really like helps me like know how to live my life too I think for me uh the example I can think of is this one um older woman um she's full of wisdom I call her spiritual mom because Mm -hmm. I know I can always count on her to uh, share God's wisdom with me and I remember this uh, specific period of time now where um you know I have two boys right Josh and Josiah and uh, they're just you know they're just always my babies um when they were small you know um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they always like, you know, need my nurturing. They always come came to me and say, hi, mommy. Like, you know, they would give me hugs. And But when Josh was turning into age of 11 and he started kind of like detaching from me, you know. And so I feel like so distant and he did not like uh, talk to me as much. He did not share with me as much. And uh, he still came to me with when he was hungry, <laughs> he needed something for <laughs> school or activities. But but just felt so different. So, uh, so I, I went to talk to this, my spiritual mom, and then she shared with me that, well, first of all, she affirmed me and Ray that we are doing the right thing because, uh, 
she was telling me that when the boys were growing up, they would look for a male role model. They would uh, start seeking uh, the, the the role model in their father, mm-hmm. the father mm-hmm. figure, not so much from, you know, with mom. And she said, it is a healthy way to detach from you. And so she affirmed that, you know, we're doing the right thing, first of all. Mm-hmm. And second, she told me, you know, that means that you have built up this really strong relationship with your son. And you, sh- you shall not fear. I mean, she's, it's very uh, normal experience, like the feeling that you feel like, you know, he doesn't seem to be so sentimental towards you, but she said, that's not so. It's a process that he's going through and he's going to come around. He's going to learn to be a man and he's going to learn how to take care of you and be be passionate, you know, be affectionate, you know, mm-hmm. um, towards women, you know, and then she, she said, you can be there to be that, that role model for him to experience that affection. Um, and so, you know, so she just like, you know, really encouraged me and, um, and talked to me about the love tank, you know, how you, know, you could, you heard about love tank theory, right? It's like, how, how you know, how you would uh, have to fill that tank, you know, with, uh, with the love languages. And so she encouraged me to continue to do what we'll, we'll be doing. And, uh, and she also shared so just so much wisdom uh, with me and helped me to see um, where, I and Ray and I we should be as a husband and wife as the parents and mm-hmm. how that how we model that love you know to our children um, just as how God you know models his love for us you know and mm-hmm. yeah I just feel like so fulfilled after every time I talk to her I feel like so um, like so in the right direction <laughs> in the right direction or and and not only that, but at times she will also rebuke me she would ask me a lot of good questions and mm-hmm. and help me to realized that the feeling that I was having was whether it was a healthy feeling, was a biblical feeling, or is a feeling that just out of my own jealousy, or, you know, I need to really look deeper into my heart, and mm-hmm. so I really appreciate uh, her guidance, you know, um, not just affirmed me and uphold me, but she also rebukes me, you know, when I have, um, you know, the for short Oh, God's glory. <laughs> when I sin, mm-hmm. and she would make sure that I understand. And then she would, um, yeah, encourage me to move into the right direction according to God's word. So I'm really, really appreciate her as my spiritual mom. You know, I feel like the older you get, you need more wisdom and more prayer because it's just harder. Like mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. building your personal responsibilities and then God increases that if you are a steward of other things, like you're a job, a full-time career, or if you're in charge of like raising your kids. Um, when I was younger, I think one of my first spiritual mothers, or I, I, I would also around their mentor, was someone whose relationship with God was so intimate that in her prayers, I could mm-hmm. tell, like, mm-hmm. she just trusted God, and the way she prayed for me, I knew that God's spirit was helping her intercede for my behalf, mm-hmm. and that was, like, really encouraging me to say, hey, I want that. I want to have mm-hmm. that kind of intimacy with God, because mm-hmm. it was the first picture I had of hearing someone's prayers, and I think to this day, that's one of the reasons why I love receiving prayer. And mm-hmm. um, I like to take opportunities to pray for people because mm-hmm. I don't know. I just love when people pray for me. I love hearing the faith behind their prayers and just to get a taste of like 
the God that they are praying to and the God that they believe in and trust. So yeah, my first, one of my first mentors, I would say I learned how to have intimacy with God. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what she modeled. And then very recently last year, when I was going through my health issue, of course, Mm -hmm. which is still ongoing, I, I was in a lot of need. I just needed, um, a lot of encouragement. I needed a lot of reassurance. I needed um, people to guide me through the the process Mm. of uncertainty. And um, I just feel so blessed at FCBC. There is like so many women that I can look up to. And in my my time of need, when I needed help um, taking care of my family, I just, God just sent all these spiritual moms my way. And the really interesting thing is even um, in a short exchange, when, if, if, when someone was like dropping off food, for example, it was, there was always like one little line that Mm. a woman would leave me with. And I would just think about that as food. Like I just had no time to really be like reading the Bible when life was really up in the air. And I, yeah, with every interaction, God allowed that woman to like give encouragement or speak truth or leave me with something that I specifically needed to hear because I was specifically struggling with it. Mm-hmm. And it may not even have been extremely profound, like like a Bible verse even. It was just a, a simple phrase like, mm-hmm. you need to rest. <laughs> Or yes, it's as simple as that. But just hearing that, it was like, yes, that's true. God is telling me to rest. And I just, I welcome all spiritual moms. Like as a mom myself, I feel like it's just a lot of work. Just um, being the nurturer, the Mm full-time nurturer and caretaker Mm -hmm. of like your family. And Mm -hmm. I just, I just love that our church has an abundance (laughs) of spiritual moms. Yes. How have you grown as a spiritual mom? How has um, God using you to adopt spiritual children? You know what? I thought back and say, you know what? I had no concept of of a spiritual mother at all when I first started um, following Jesus, and mm-hmm. but God just called me into this and. Because he truly loves me. He loves me through other women. And he allowed me to also share his love with the women that are coming after me. You know, and and these women, younger women, their encouragement to me made me feel a lot more blessed, you know, to walk with them. Um, to know that, you know, that God is still uses me to impact their lives in many different ways. Um, so I see, like, let's see, ask a question. So, you know how have I grown to be a spiritual mother? I, I should say, I didn't even know how, but the Lord just um, put his hand, <laughs> put his hand in this, you know, like guide me through it. And all I wanted to do just share life with people. I just wanted to open myself up and let them know the struggle that I went through. I, cause I don't want them to go through the same mistakes, but later as further I go, mm-hmm. I learned that God would, use all life circumstances to mm-hmm. cause us to grow for his glory and for our good. And 
God allowed me to walk through those difficult waters. And when these young women come to me, I can share with them my experience. But yeah, I always tell them that, you know, my experience can only be encouragement to you, but you have to be, you have to choose to obey the Lord and wait on him. Um, there are many different outcomes to for many different people. Uh, God can use different people and different uh, circumstances to train you and equip you is all for his glory and for your good and so he so he used many ways um and sometimes when i share my life with people uh, with these women when i talk to them about certain things when they came to me with some kind of issues in life and honestly i did, I did not know what to say <laughs> i just sat there and say you know what let's pray because i don't know how to help you with this yeah but i know that god can mm-hmm. you know so i just like Leslie shared earlier, you know, it's just the time that we get to spend together that she would come to me and then she will pull herself out to me and then we would, I would share my life with her. But I, I will tell them, honestly, I don't have an answer to every question that you have. Mm-hmm. But we have a dependable and trustworthy God. And he is bigger than all our problems. And we have yeah. to choose to trust him. Right. You know, so let's pray and, and see how God leads. And mm-hmm. And oftentimes our our sharing time ends with that, you know, mm-hmm. ends on the high note of prayer because there's no better place that that we can be um, in a, besides just being on our knees and 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 submit ourselves to the Lord in prayers, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that being a men, uh, being a spiritual mom, God has grown me to be more compassionate and to be more uh, dependent on Him, on His leading, and on on his gift of prayers and in mm-hmm. in the prayer time is where we're really connected with each other mm-hmm. and also with the lord so mm-hmm. yeah it's a beautiful picture i just feel like you know i can just pray and then like you know a couple of days later she'll share with me oh i see alice you know guess what god answered our prayer i say really how, <laughs> how yeah it's just amazing how uh, yeah how god works in that way so oftentimes i'm the one that walk away being blessed Mm. you know, from this, um, you know, being so-called spiritual mom, but actually all my spiritual children, they're the one that God has blessed me with. Mm. I'm so blessed through through them, through my relationship with them. Yeah, so, yeah, God is I so I think what you, what you shared reminds me of um, John 15, when Jesus mm. says that he is the, the true vine. Yeah. And, um, I and you and you and me, or mm-hmm. abide to abide in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That through that, only through Jesus can we bear much fruit. And mm-hmm. apart from yeah. Him, we can do nothing. Can do nothing. Mm-hmm. I think that actually, it's a very famous passage. But mm-hmm. like to see it lived out means that we are not boasting in the fact that these women are great, but mm-hmm. great women are pointing other women to the Lord's yeah, greatness yeah. and um, showing how to live and abiding in God, abiding in Christ. And mm-hmm. that, yeah, it's okay to say you don't have all the answers. And when you don't know, you seek the Lord together. And mm-hmm. that's the most beautiful path that you're showing them. Like, it's okay to not know everything. Otherwise mm-hmm. we would be God, but right. we mm-hmm. can go to the one who who knows all things. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's what it reminded me of that. I think in this, this culture, there's a lot, I see a lot of um, 
just people celebrating like a strong woman. And mm -hmm. I don't know how much I want to, you know, believe in those sayings. <laughs> I, I actually, I feel like the more beautiful woman fully embraces her weaknesses Yes. And it's humble before God and has that posture. And it's almost like the opposite of what, like you, you just stop striving to be powerful or strong. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That strength has only comes from the Lord. So I, I think that, yeah, the, the spiritual moms that um, demonstrate how to uh, have that posture, it's, it's pretty countercultural, I would mm -hmm. say. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. it's easy to think about, like, who I view as my spiritual mom, but then I'm like, but I'm nobody's spiritual mom, you know, it's like, it feels like, it feels like I just, like, I'm not, like, there yet. I think, like, it's easy to think, like, oh, you have to literally be, like, a mom of, like, children, mm -hmm. um, or it feels like you have to be a certain age, or there'd be, like, certain right. criteria, right. Um, but I think, yeah, I, I was, like, reminded, like, it is just, like, at any, like, stage of life and like yeah. you're mentoring and like caring for like a younger woman um and so I was like I was like yeah it's just I was like I feel like it's a little like awkward for me like yeah I'm a spiritual mom um <laughs> but I think about like as I you know meet up with like my youth girls um I think I I resonated with like what Auntie Alice was saying you know just like um not feeling like you need to know everything I think God has really grown me and like like, I, I think before every meeting I have with them, like, I'm just like, God, I don't know how this is going to go. Like, I really need help. Mm -hmm. Like, I need wisdom. I need, like, you know, your compassion, your patience. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think, yeah, I, I think it's really grown me in a lot of prayer and just, like, dependency on God. Yeah. Um, and I think I have had times where, like, they'll ask me something and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have no idea how to answer that. And, like, I feel like, oh, my gosh, like, am I letting them down? Um, like, should I know this? Like, why do I not know this? Um, and so I think in those moments, it really has like pushed me to like, really have to like depend on God. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think another thing I was thinking about was like, I think in order to like be a spiritual manager or to like mentor somebody, like it obviously like takes time, you know? And I think like, for me, that's like really hard. Cause I, I really treasure like my time and like, mm -hmm. like my alone time too. Um, and so I think like that it's like taught me a lot of sacrifice and like mm -hmm. just wanting to like pour into their lives mm -hmm. um and it's so hard because like some days I'll just have like you know like bad days or like you know something mm -hmm. like that and it'll just be really hard to like you know like push myself to um not be like selfish with my time mm -hmm. um so yeah I think God is like still growing me in that area mm -hmm. um but yeah I think like what you were saying too like I think it's, like, meeting up with, like, my girls has, like, really blessed me, just, like, with, like, how, like, they're growing, even, like, the small ways that they, you know, like, see, like, God's goodness, God's faithfulness, like, it, like, encourages me, like, so much, um, and, yeah, I think, like, just as I, like, meet up with them, like, I think, I think, like, I want them to, like, see, like, I want them to feel, like, I don't know, I feel like when I was, like, mentored, like, I felt like my mentors, or, like, my spiritual mothers were very, like, um, I don't know, I feel like they made me feel, like, comfortable to share just, like, mm. like in a raw way, like, a real raw way, yeah. and, like, I didn't feel, like, judged, mm. and so I feel like 
got it. I feel like, yeah, like as I'm like mentoring now, like I want to also create like this, mm-hmm. like, yeah, a space that is like, you know, comfortable and like easy for them to share and like mm-hmm. that they won't be judged and like they're going to be met with, um, met with like grace. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like in that way too, like that has been passed down to me. And then like God has used that to pass down to like, you know, like the next generation. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. I think yeah. you're definitely a spiritual mom. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yes. Well, thank yes. you. <laughs> and just a side note about like, you know, not have, not have time for yourself. As Leslie and Meryl, we become a, like biological mother. The little life inside that you don't like, you know, in your arms will definitely need you <laughs> all the time. Yeah. How tired it's, uh, you are. Sacrificial you to- training. That's really oh, for sure. Years. Yeah. No privacy in bathroom. No privacy in bedroom. <laughs> you just run to yes. the door while you were all, all, all your boundaries you are, like, are violated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Napping on the couch, I jump on you. Like, what are you doing? It's okay, Vanessa. It's doable. Like, I'm someone yeah. who really needs like my new time too, but mm-hmm. I still survive somehow. <laughs> to know. <laughs> God's training for you, Vanessa. Yeah, that day. <laughs> Even though you're, most counselors are like you know fresh out of college, right? They're single. Some are married, but that in itself is a ministry of shepherding. And I would definitely say counselors are like spiritual parents. Um, Mm -hmm. even though the age range is a lot closer, but Mm -hmm. like my first mentor was only a few years older, but you know, the impact was Mm -hmm. deep and still, I feel like there's still fruit coming from that relationship, which was right from decades ago. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think in faith, you don't really know what kind of seeds you're sowing or Mm -hmm. how it's going to bear fruit later on, but people will remember interactions um, for a lifetime, they have a memory for um, like a true relationship. And I think that, um, yeah, it kind of reminds me of um, the passage from Titus 2, uh, where the instructions of how what older women in the church should be doing, and they should be teaching younger mm-hmm. women um, sound doctrine and to be specific and clear um, how to become godly in our lives. So I think that that important ministry of discipleship is not just for biological moms, but it is for every Christian believer. It's a call mm-hmm. to observe God's mm-hmm. commands and to um, make more disciples. Yes. Mm-hmm. Darren actually mentors more guys than I mentor girls but a lot of times I just sit in and join in on the conversation because I feel like his input is lacking a woman's um, insight Even, um, so I just think like um, it, it just seems like a fuller picture when we come together and um, offer counsel I would also um, throw out there that you can also encourage an older um, mm-hmm. sister in Christ, or I think that our mentors need a lot of encouragement to know that they're doing the right thing mm-hmm. and we're being mm-hmm. blessed by them. And we want to affirm like their faithfulness. So. Mm-hmm.